The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Now in the Underdog Sports Fantasy Hour with Josh Dunn and Anshu Khanna. You are now in the Underdog Sports Fantasy Hour. I am Josh Dunn, joined as always by Anshu Khanna. Anshu, it is Super Bowl week. I know this is a bittersweet Super Bowl week for you after you know, what we talked about with championship week, but nonetheless, it's football. It's one more week of of football. We didn't have a Pro Bowl this past weekend, and we kind of gave our initial thoughts. But before we get to all of that, how are you feeling, my friend? I'm good, man. We've we've come to the end of the road, as they say. And uh, yeah, I, you know, independent of any biases I might have, we have Mahomes and Breeze, as you pointed out last week. And that's, you know, it's about as good as you can get at this stage and, you know, a true like potential towards passing. And it's kind of it's kind of cool that this is like the last uh, last game of this season for sure that we'll we'll discuss. So I, I, uh, I'm i excited about it. I think it's going to be a, a really fun game and I'm, I'm slowly warming to the idea of it. Yeah, I can kind of hear the pain in your voice, um, <laughs> but uh, it's all right. We've moved, we've moved on, at least re- yeah. relatively so. Um, but, you know, nonetheless. One we, of the seven stages of grief. Yeah. Acceptance, I guess. <laughs> acceptance. <laughs> acceptance may be the next step. Let's. Yeah, there, there you uh, go. We'll talk about acceptance when he gets back Bargaining. to the playoffs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. But we're going to talk props. I mean, obviously, this is one of the biggest betting weekends, um, you know, every year with the Super Bowl. There's every prop you can imagine. We're looking at BovadaSportsbook.com. They've always got a cool prop sheet. We're going to go through some of their specials. Uh, So that's going to be fun. Um, I mean, obviously, we we previewed things uh, leading up to this last week. It's 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 like you said. It's a bit of a passing of the torch. We've got Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, who has an opportunity, uh, you know, to maybe become the next dynasty at quarterback. And you know, these Chiefs just have so many weapons on offense. The line has moved a half point since we talked last. It's three in favor of the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are going to be wearing red. Tampa Bay is going to be wearing white. We know the Chiefs won a year ago wearing red. We know Tom Brady is traditionally done very well in Super Bowls when wearing white. So there's mm. there's something that's got to give here on you. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's some hard-hitting uniform analysis right there. I appreciate it. <laughs> Indeed. Um, you know, but the Bucks, they, they, we talked about it. There is a, basically a home game for them. The 25,000 fans, I believe, is what I read. They're going to be allowed to come into this game. The lines move slightly their way. Has, has your opinion of this game wavered at all from our initial thoughts of the Chiefs both winning and covering? No. They have, if anything, I feel like it's strengthened. Like, I mean, I like, it, you know, both teams are going to be relatively full strength. I mean, Eric Fisher not being there could be a problem for the Chiefs, and we'll get to the possibility of some Super Bowl MVP values, I'm sure, at some point here. But I, I do think that, um, you know, like, I, I really like what the Chiefs, how they match up. I mean, we saw it earlier this season. They only won by three. But that was heavily, I mean, that was a weird game. They were way out ahead early in that one. And I, you know, like, how do you not remember that historic day, that first historic first half from Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes? I just, I can't get it out of my head. I know Carlton Davis has been playing better. 
I mean, he didn't really shut down Devontae Adams. I just, I, you know, two weeks for Andy Reid. Like, there's so much that favors the Chiefs in my mind going into this matchup. Yeah, I agree. And I think that the, the path to success for the Bucks, as we talked about last week, is going to be similar to what it was for Green Bay. And they have to mm-hmm. they have to get out of the gate early, put points on the board. Hopefully they have the ball first to be able to do that. And if they don't, they're going to be – if, if they have to play catch-up at any point in this game, that's not going to be a recipe for success in my opinion. So the mm-hmm. defense has to play well. They have to keep Patrick Mahomes in check. They probably have to turn him over once or twice. Uh, and I feel like Tom Brady has to play a better game than he played – uh, at Green Bay, and, and obviously being in uh, his own environment down in Tampa Bay, as opposed to being in the snow in in, in Lambeau, maybe that caters to that a little bit more. But yeah, nonetheless, I think sure. the Chiefs' defense comes into this a little bit underrated as well. I and you know to your point, I mean, if if one of the paths to success for Tampa is you know just like a randomness filled game, the fact that it looks like there's a seventy five percent chance that it's going to be raining, and you know, and like you said, at home like that that might introduce some of the variants that the Bucks need to pull this off. Because I think, you know, taking a step back, like anything can happen any given Sunday. But I do think that like if these two teams play 10 times, the Chiefs win seven and a half or eight of the times, right? And so I think given that, um, you know, the, the Bucks need one of those two or three times per 10 type of game to happen. And that means, I think, a lot of, a lot of weirdness. And rain does help with that generally. Yeah, Bovada still does have the over-under at 56. I know you and I both liked the over. Does the rain change your mind on that at all? Not too much. I, I would say we need to watch the wind, but it looks like it's going to be like 70 degrees. So, you know, sometimes that really does just help the offenses because it's hard for defenses to get their footing. And, you know, I I, I mean, neither team is going to be accustomed to playing in horrible weather by any means. And so, I yeah, I, I actually think that, Again, maybe it bolsters the case for an over in some some way a little bit. I'm with you. I think it stays. Uh, I'm definitely going over. I don't know if I'm gonna. Maybe I'll. I don't know. I'm still struggling with with the the bet. I, I think the Chiefs are going to cover. Um, I might take money line in the over in a little part. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But okay. I definitely am with you with Chiefs and uh, definitely still like the over. Let's talk some of the specials here on Bovada. We've got uh, the MVP, which you alluded to a little bit in the onset. Uh, obviously, we've got two players here that uh, we expect to be in that conversation, depending on who wins. Patrick Mahomes is the odds-on favorite at minus 120. Tom Brady there at plus 200. I guess my question to you is, who's who's maybe a dark horse here that you could see uh, potentially with, you know, obviously a lot crazier odds? I mean, the next best thing here is Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill tied to plus 1,000, and nobody at plus 2,500 or better beyond that. So any anybody you, you think that uh, would be worth – the risk uh, of taking here, uh, or are you just playing the safe bet here with Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? I So two names come to mind, three, I guess. For the Chiefs, we talked about it last year. I mean, I first of all, I think Tyreek Hill, not just because of the insane game he had against Tampa, although that certainly helps. You know, he, like the avenue to Tyreek Hill winning involves Patrick Mahomes not throwing in one of the touchdowns. And that's a very much a possibility. So, you know, like, where Mike Evans or Chris Godwin or even Travis Kelsey doesn't make nearly as much sense to me because that means their quarterback has probably had a great game throwing them the ball. I think that with Tyree Kill, there are multiple avenues to touchdowns and yards, you know, like, and not just, not just in the offense, but like also as a returner. So I think Tyree Kill is interesting for Kansas City. Um, And then two guys on defense for Kansas City, you know, Tyron Matthews, a guy we've talked about all year. I just, 
he does so many different things in terms of both rushing the passer on blitzes as well as dropping into coverage and forcing fumbles. I think he's a name you have to think about. Plus 3,000. I love that. I mean, because I like where other defensive names might be bigger, like Chris Jones and, and others on that defense. Like he just does so many different things that at the end of the game, you might see this gaudy stat line that covers a bunch of different bases, you know? And we've certainly um, seen defensive Super Bowl MVPs. I, I mean, thinking back to even uh, Dexter, was it Dexter Jackson for the, yes. for Tampa Bay who won the Super Bowl MVP? Uh, yeah. I, I know there've been others. I I'm, I'm struggling yeah. to come with, come the up with Seattle, other names. Yeah. Yeah. Indianapolis has had one. I, um, and then the other one, speaking of, is Shaq Barrett for Tampa Bay. Because I think that with Eric Fisher out, it seemed like Shaq Barrett did a lot against Green Bay, uh, against an offensive line that had held up well without David Bakhtiari on the edge. And I think that Barrett is a guy that, you know, he had kind of like a lull in terms of production for a few weeks. I think he comes back off the mat against the backups, the backup left tackle for the Chiefs. And he's a name, if you believe in Tampa – which I don't, but if you do, that's that's one of the guys that you know would probably have to have a good game for them to win. Plus forty five hundred for Shaq Barrett. What type of stat line would a defensive player need to have in a game where it features Patrick Mahomes and Tom oh, Brady man. with an over under of fifty six? I like where your head's at. I just I I assume we're going to see offensive fireworks, which which leads me to believe that if if a defensive player is going to win MVP, they're going to need to have maybe four or five sacks if it's a for if sure. A, yeah. yeah, you're right. And I mean, really, if you're going to bet on a Tampa guy, you probably should just bet Brady. Because, like, I mean, if if you think that, you know, they've got a chance to win, um, you know, like the chances of them winning and Brady not winning MVP are so slim that you might as well just go with him. I think a, to answer your initial question, like, I think that it's basically got to be a monster, you know, probably a touchdown or multiple sacks or multiple turnovers. And it's so hard to imagine that happening in any game but because those odds are so long it's worth you know it's kind of fun to throw you know a couple bucks on it and just say that you had called it yeah no I and I I like I like the call there I I mean obviously if you're like us and you think the Chiefs are going to win and the over is going to hit and you want to hedge your bet in some way if Tampa Bay wins Tom Brady's probably going to win MVP at plus 200 you might as well hedge your bets that way if anything but Mm -hmm. uh, but the next best thing for Tampa is Leonard Fournette if you can believe that I mean we're talking about this guy being washed up and you know, him being done a year ago and plus 2,500 as Super Bowl MVP after a great playoff run where he has over 400 yards total, uh, which, you know, I don't think anybody anybody saw that going in. I know he had some games this season where you saw some flashes of the younger version of Leonard Fournette, but him having the second best Super Bowl MVP odds on that team when they have guys like Chris Godwin and Devin White's up there plus 3,000, Mike Evans, obviously, who's been banged up, and even Ronald Jones, who really carried the load for this team for much of the season. Obviously, he's battled injuries as well, but that speaks to Leonard Fournette's revival, and uh, the yeah, fact that he sure. he's turned it on in the playoffs is definitely a revelation for that team. Yeah, and, and you know, you kind of implied this, but if this game is going to be one that Tampa is able to pull out, maybe it involves a heavy dose of running the ball, and, you know, at the goal line, that's probably going to be I mean, it's either Brady or it's Fournette probably down near the end zone. So that's that's an interesting one as well. Yeah, the, the next bet on this special sheet for Bovada is uh, the correct score. I mean, the, the only reason I brought that up is because the odds for all of them are obviously insane. So if you feel like you're... <laughs> 
you know, great at just guessing the, the exact score. Good luck, but uh, you can get some <laughs> wild odds on that. But uh, the next ones, we like these fun ones, obviously, when it comes to the Super Bowl. This is not something we do during the regular season, so it, it makes the event of the Super Bowl more fun. So we'll mm-hmm. start it with the National Anthem as the game will start with the National Anthem. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan or Eric Church to sing the National Anthem? I didn't realize we hadn't decided yet who's going to sing it, or is it both? I don't or... think both were. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. So uh, it's over or under... A minute and 59 seconds. I don't know about you, but does that feel long? What was it last year? I feel like it was shorter than that. I Actually, I think Chris was telling me, I think that it was 207 for Oh, Daniel really? Nevada. Okay. So I, but per usual, I, I was wrong. <laughs> I think it's significantly shorter just because it's a duet, and I would think, and you're the you're the music guy, so I'll defer to you on this Not one. the country music guy. I, Eric, <laughs> I, Eric Church, I'm surprised I even recognized the name. Jasmine Sullivan, who I've never heard of it. I have no <laughs> I uh, I would assume that um, that that a duet would move faster because there's less room for kind of like riffing on your own. Right? Sounds like you're know. the music guy. I I mean I'm completely <laughs> bullshitting here. Obviously, I have no idea. I think that... We're experts in the length of time that it takes to sing the national anthem, as you can tell. Oh yeah, we've been studying Eric Church's vibe for a while, as you can tell. So. Yeah, he he once sang the national anthem at a Kansas City Royals game, and we're using that as a barometer for success here. <laughs> yeah i'm I, taking the over man you're going over i'm gonna go under all i'm right. just gonna go because i think less crowd i don't know maybe because there is a crowd they'll go crazy well, you are te- you tend to be the more conservative of this duo mm-hmm. here and the pl- minus 145 for the under versus the plus 105 for the over i'd rather win that mm. you know extra buck if it's a coin flip, you might as well. Yeah, I didn't know the odds. So what I mean is, I'd sense. rather lose that fifty regardless. Um, oh yeah. If it's a You're coin flip 50. for me, I, <laughs> if, if it's a if it's a coin flip for me, I'm I'm definitely going to be on the wrong side of that coin. <laughs> That's right. For uh, sure. So. What about longest penalty of the game? Uh, this is you know interesting because obviously pass interference. If you get one long pass interference call. You you hit here, but that's minus two seventy. Mm. It's over or under mm. fifteen and a half, plus one eighty for the under there. Uh, I mean, I feel like with the deep threats and the vertical threats in this game, you're probably going to see a long pass interference. I'd probably just stay away from this at minus two seventy. But do you think there's a chance that this goes under? Is it just pass interference or is it penalty? Longest penalty. Okay, so that means a it's fourteen and a half. That means like an unsportsmanlike is fifteen, right? And so. Yep. Um, so the only yeah. thing really is is one of those spot fouls. Yeah, man. I don't know. I would, yeah, I would go, I would probably not bet that at all, but I would lean towards over a little bit. There. All right. That, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. I, I don't recall seeing uh, last year. What about mm-hmm. first missed field goal of the game will be wide left, wide right, or short? <laughs> and the, 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 the hardest odds here would be the plus 400 for short. <laughs> I will, that's I one again I'm, I'm probably staying away from yeah i think you got to stay away if anything i definitely don't expect it to be short um, there neither team is likely to kick like a 65 yarder you know or yeah. i guess if it's blocked is it short i don't know um including blocking even, crossbar oh okay um and wide well, left and wide right include the goalpost. i mean um, this is one on a prop sheet i'm probably like all right nobody else is going to take short so take the long mm-hmm. shot yeah, take the chance on a blocker and hitting the crossbar. Which, again, is a fool's bet, and that's why I lose money every Sunday. <laughs> so whatever I'm, I say, don't take my advice. Anshu's got a net positive for the year, so yeah, right. take his no, advice. I, do not. I very much do not, especially after last week. But, 
No, I'm 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 just staying away. But if we're doing like a prop sheet, I would take one of the wide ones just for S and G's. Love it. All right, let's go to some things with uh, involving the halftime show. Bavada's getting creative here with these uh, as they did a year ago, and really the last few. Um, we've got the halftime show. How many songs are going to be played during over or under eight? Under eight plus one fifty five. Over eight minus one uh, two ten. Can you name eight weekend songs? I definitely can't. I mean, um, the only one I could probably name is is Blinding Lights because it's right. on nonstop, and I still have not gotten sick of it. Every other weekend song, I don't, take it or leave it. <laughs> right, I agree. Um, I have no. I mean, it, if it's heavy, like on a prop sheet, you might as well just take the favorites on coin flips. I think unless you know, unless you have a really good lean. And I'd rather take my shot on the football ones. I have no idea on this, so I'm just going to assume that he, the plan is for him to go over. <laughs> Some of these are absurd. Uh, ward, <laughs> wardrobe changes over or under 0.5. Is he going to change his clothes during this uh, this set? <laughs> and it's the over is minus 350. The under is plus 245. Will Ariana oh Grande be on stage during the halftime oh. show? You know I'll be very interested yeah. to see how this one plays out. Yes That's is plus 220, special. though. So That's if, a if I'm yes. taking your advice of going with the the obvious, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be a disappointed man. No, that's... Minus 300 well, yeah, there you for go. now. Emotional hedge for you right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll drown out my sorrows if she doesn't show. They're not together, are they? they no, I, she must be on a song, I guess. I, I Honestly, again, I... I I'm not the expert in the weekend, um, mm-hmm. at least not in this sense, so I, I couldn't answer it. <laughs> on, on questions about Saturdays or Sundays, you are on point, but <laughs> when it comes to the musician, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's with Bella Hadid because the next question is, will Will Bella Hadid be shown during the halftime show? Plus 600 oh. for yes, minus 1,200 for no. So honestly, just going through this prop sheet about the halftime show, we are becoming educated at least by context clues about the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Will, I Doja, mean, will Doja Cat be on stage during the halftime show? Will Drake be on stage during the halftime show? Will oh. Kenny G be on stage? I did know he had a song with Kenny G. And he then is, will I The Weeknd mention Donald Trump? <laughs> no. Well, they're both Canadian, aren't they? The Weeknd and Drake. I think that's probably where that comes from. They have to so. have a song together for him to be on stage, though. Yeah, maybe they're both just fans of both these teams. Whoever wins, they just <laughs> Drake comes out. It with sounds like jersey. Drake will have like a half half Chiefs, half Tampa jersey. Unless it's a blowout, then he'll like then he'll just throw on a Mahomes a, a, a jersey at halftime. I can see that. <laughs> that would be very Drake like. Yeah. So any, anyway, these we don't have any we don't have any it's clues absurd. into what's going to happen here. It's just fun. Those it's just the- fun for those people who aren't necessarily fans of football that. You know, tuning into the Super Bowl for the halftime show, or they're they're a passive watcher because of the event and of it. Uh, but will yeah. he mention Canada? Will he mention Joe Biden? Will there be a wardrobe off malfunction? All of those uh, you can see on bovada.com, bovadasportsbook.com. But let's move on to football, which is what we like to talk about on this show. It's as, as much fun as the Super Bowl's halftime show, I, I'm sure, will be. Um, how many players will have a passing attempt? Over or under two and a mm. half. This is interesting. So. Will we see trickery, I guess, is how you would you would position this, or will we see an injury? Uh, over 2.5 plus 115, under 2.5 minus 150. That's interesting to me. Yeah, that is interesting. The last time these two teams met, we had Travis Kelsey throw a pass. And by the way, that's another sort of like, I, I don't know. He, I, if he does pass, it's going to Mahomes. I was going to say that's another outs to maybe Kelsey winning an MVP, but um, 
Yeah, probably not. Anyways, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. I mean, I'll be lame about it. I just the Buccaneers are not that kind of team, you know. The Kansas City, you know, they'll they'll always on you know unload the uh, the holster so to speak. But I do think that that's this is a this is a tough one because you want both teams to be kind of trickery oriented, and I don't think the Bucks are. That's fair. What about Belichick? Or how many times are we gonna hear his name over or under one? Uh, mm. Over minus three fifty. You wow. have to assume his name's going to be mentioned. If the game's close, for sure. I mean, even if it's not, you, one time, 100%, it gets mentioned. So it's it excludes like, halftime and commercials. Hmm. Okay. Not that. Yeah. yeah. I, still think that, it's, yeah. I, I still think it's over. Yeah, I do. And, and, you know, what's likelier for it to happen, zero or twice? I mean, right. he's definitely going to be mentioned once, so you might as well say over. Man, all of these. Uh, how many times will Biden be mentioned? How many times will Giselle Bungeon be shown? We know that's uh, Tom Brady's beautiful bride. Uh, how many times will the Patriots be mentioned? Over under is two there. How many times will Roger Goodell under. be shown? Uh, under was plus one thirty five for the Patriots. Oh, um, I like that. Why? Like, why would they be mentioned? I like. I know Brady, but you know, if they mentioned Belichick, that's not necessarily the Patriots, right? Right. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Um, I like that one. How many times will Goodell be shown? Over-under is one and a half. How many times will Trump be mentioned? Over-under .5. I don't know why that would come up in the Super Bowl. I don't – they're not going to bring up Trump or Biden. Yeah, I mean why? Biden's over-under one. uh, Trump's over-under .5. How many times will the chains be used for measurement? Now this is what I can – I can get behind this one. I like this, Bovada. I like this. Over-under one and a half times. And I'm taking the over on all of these, by the way. Plus 130. Now I'm definitely (laughs) taking the over. Yeah, yeah, over for sure. Just especially in a big game. Also, playoff been... Lenny's always fighting for yards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do feel yeah that that feels good. That feels like a good one, especially because like both teams are likely to run a lot of offensive plays and you know get near the sticks. And yeah, I think so. MVP winner winner's position. I know we talked about the odds for the for the MVP itself as to who, but quarterbacks minus 500 wide receiver plus 550 tight end minus or plus 950 i mean travis kelsey plus 950 if the tight end's going to win it it's definitely going to be him yeah. i don't hate a flyer there at plus 950 running backs plus 1000 i think i feel like tight end should be worse than running back but we're talking about the best tight end in the league so i get it yeah, that's, that's interesting I, but I, I if anything I, i'd throw a few bucks on tight end Interesting. Yeah, I I've clearly made my opinion down here with the tight end. I just like it's hard for me to envision how Kelsey wins it, but Mahomes doesn't. Yeah, you know, like he's yep. basically got to throw. I don't know, score two or three touchdowns, probably three touchdowns. Because two, even two, then if Mahomes throws one, they're gonna want to give it to Mahomes. You know, like he'll he'll do the stuff that Mahomes does, and Kelsey just sort of fades back a little bit in that scenario. So I'm more inclined then to take. And I, I don't like receivers for the same reason, except I'd like Tyree Kill individually because he rushes. And so I think defense there, like you get both entire defenses. So if anybody on either team is able to do what we talked about earlier with the sacks or picks or interceptions or whatever, then, you know, that's kind of the, the way I would lean. Yeah. I, you're, see, you're more methodical than me. I'm just like, I, there's a flyer. He's the best tight end <laughs> in the be- league. Maybe he'll have 15 catches. The thing is, we're both like, we're trying to think of these, you know, we're talking at the margins, like the reality is it's almost certainly going to be one of those two quarterbacks. Right. And it's it's almost certain that Bovada has got this more right than we do. Uh, Right. Oh, for sure. Almost. That's why the lines makers make money and we uh, usually don't. Nope. 
very much. Very still much fun. So. Still fun. It's fun, especially for this game. You got to do it. Agreed. All right. Um, we're back to the national anthem. Uh, who will sing the most <laughs> words? Who will be shown first? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of these who will be shown first. We'll skip through those. Will, will, will Eric Church forget or omit a word from the national, national anthem? Yes, it's plus 750. I feel oh. like he's got it down. I feel like the, these country boys, they know that national anthem well. <laughs> Stars and bars, baby. There's no way he's missing any words on that one. No, absolutely not. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll move on past the national anthem. Uh, time remaining on the clock after the first score in the first quarter. Mm. Big odds there. Uh, take a look at that one. Total points in the first half will be odd or even. <clears throat> Both odds minus 110. Uh, that's interesting. That's interesting for your the squares folks out there. I'm yep. not as big of one, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you're thinking what's the best – you know what's the best what's the best square to have and which ones you'd want to be then maybe you can calculate that out i i haven't done the work there we are towing the line of obscurity as we move through these next ones aren't you <laughs> what will happen to the price of bitcoin during the super bowl oh my god wow i mean that, that's what i mean like you never think of any of these things and i know like was it last year or the year before we had some fun with bovada's uh, uh, they they you know, encouraged us to think of some different things. I know you had a line they posted. Yeah. Um, so, right. you know, it's, it's fun to see how we've got the Gatorade bath uh, question up here. Uh, the, the favorite this year, by the way, is orange plus 150 no. red, not far behind it. Plus 165. I've always been a purple guy when it comes to Gatorade because it's by far the craziest odds. And who doesn't like, is it, is it Arctic rush? I can't even remember the name of it now, <laughs> but whatever that purple Gatorade is fire. Yeah, it's it's good for sure. I agree. It's it's probably the best. But didn't they? I I can't remember exactly. But didn't for the Chiefs AFC title, they just dumped a Gatorade bath full of confetti on Andy Reid. I wonder if they would go down that line again, which is so lame. I mean, come on, that you is very doubt, lame. Doubt Andy Reid was probably like before the game. If anybody does this, you're cut before the Super Bowl. <laughs> Mahomes does. It. <laughs> the last thing we need to see is like an, a, a gigantic Andy Reid with just like icicles <laughs> hanging down his walrus beard. A literal Kool Aid man with like red, <laughs> <laughs> just like red all over him. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Andy oh. Reid, shave your beard or mustache, please. Um, yes. All right. uh, what will be mentioned first, Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age? What will happen first, a sack or a touchdown? Which team will have I a like first age catch? I like on that first one. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I don't the know. 43-year-old Brady in his 10th that, Super Bowl. That's interesting because that's plus 145. The 10th Super Bowl is minus 190. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe it's woke. How do these like, – it's crazy already. how these lines get set because you, you would think that like – all right, they're definitely going to mention 10 Super Bowl. I don't know. I know, yeah. I wonder, you know, they have to have a little, like, especially for the halftime ones, they've got to have some info, right? <laughs> Roger Goodell just sends them a list of, like, this is exactly <laughs> what it's going to be because this is, like, the WWE. It's all staged. <laughs> it's so true, yeah. It's like, oh, tell me, so telling me Santa Claus wasn't real when I was a kid. Pull back oh. the curtain, NFL. <laughs> um, who who will who will win Super Bowl MVP? Uh, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention in first in his speech? But without seeing yeah. these, what do you think it would be? Mahomes. So the fans of Kansas City, I would say. All right, uh, fans are teammates. Teammates is the first. That's best odds. F- fans is not even on there. That's wow. crazy to me. The city is that what they say? City's plus six fifty. They mu- that must be fans. It's got to be. So it's teammates, then God or Jesus, um, <laughs> then the city. Or no, then family or family members, then the city. And then uh, coach, owner. <laughs> Can you imagine Patrick Mahomes getting up there and be like, 
who I don't know who the owner is. Is it Al? This no, is for Clark Hunt. Yeah, yeah, Clark Hunt. That's who it is. I was going to say Al Lerner. That was way off. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that would be hilarious. Um, man, the, these like I said, getting into the weeds here. Will either team attempt a two point conversion? If there's anything you like, stop me. Uh, just, I like that. Yeah, I think I think yes is like, minus one forty five. I like that. I think both teams are are lean towards run, going for two at a time. So will, that could be a good one. Will a fan run onto the field during the game? It depends no. on if Anshu Khan is attending or not. <laughs> That's right. The Bucks are going down if I'm there. Please don't listen to this. So if no, you're going please. plus 700, if not uh, minus 1,600, <laughs> will, will a non-QB throw a touchdown? We kind of already glanced over that with a different line. Will yeah. a touchdown be overturned by replay? That's fun. Although I will say, if you want to take the over on players attempting a pass, you might as well just do that one, the touchdown. Because, like, yeah. what are the chances they throw one? Plus 450. Guess, yeah. There you go. I mean, I guess it could be incomplete, but come on. They're not busting that play out unless they're throwing a touchdown. So why, why, why not? If you're going to go halfway, go all the way. Love it. Will a player be ejected for throwing a punch or fighting? Uh, big odds there on yes, plus 750. Will any player yeah. propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? No. Minus 1,000. You, you, you got this. Did you make these lines? <laughs> uh, will both teams combine? To score 76 or more points to break the Super Bowl record. Oh, that's fun. The over-under remembers 56. 76 is a lot of points. The, the the yes is plus 400, though. So if you really want to root for points, yeah, I don't that's see it, lot. though. That's a lot of points. Yeah, that's a lot. Even when the Chiefs exploded offensively last time, they only the total was only 51. I mean, it was 27-24. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going no there. Will either team not Which, punt? Nah. Minus, you think? minus 1,200? Yeah. No. I love the Chiefs. We both clearly really like the Chiefs, but I, I don't see them having, like, a perfect game. Right. Especially, yeah, we talked about Tampa's defense. They're they're solid. Uh, mm-hmm. Will the team that wins the coin toss be correct? We're used to seeing heads or tails. Uh, this is a different iteration of that. Uh, the answer, yes, actually has better odds. Uh, or, uh, minus 110. Um, so absurd. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, will the game be tied again after 0-0? Is a, is a line here. Uh, there's only a few left. Will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? Will a flea flick, flicker be attempted? The, the odds for that are, are not as crazy as I would think. Yes is only plus yeah. 175. They have, the Bucks love running that flea flicker with Brady. Yeah. They, I mean, they it, like you can just close your eyes and imagine him doing that all the time, both with the Bucks and the Patriots. So wouldn't shock me there. Will a player be penalized for a horse collar? Um, will there be an onside kick attempt? Will there be an offsetting penalty called? And that kind of rounds things out for <laughs> those are just so special. They are random, <laughs> but the, the the last two here, the most important probably two of this entire weekend, Puppy mm. Bowl MVP is a male or female, and Puppy Bowl winner, Team Fluff or Team Rough. I didn't realize <laughs> we actually had a winner for that uh, these days. But Team Fluff, yeah. Team Fluff, the underdog, not no oh, pun intended. Plus one hundred five. I mean, they must. They must have scouted the the team fluff uh, talent. I don't know. I, the, puppy, I, the puppy bowl's been around a while now. I'm surprised that uh, they've been able to keep that going for as long as they have. And these aren't like newborn puppies. Over. These are like six month old dogs. Oh shit! I mean, I've wow. watched it a few times just to get a kick out of it, and honestly, it got old pretty quick. They're not. I they're, think just, you're... they're not not as as trained of athletes as you would expect at that young right age of, <laughs> of four to six months. It's not like a Westminster dog show situation is what right. you're saying. Yeah. Mm, um, gotcha. 
Interesting. So. I guess Team Fluff is they must not be trained nearly as well, so we might have to go Team Rough. Yeah, what do you think Lambo would be doing uh, in a situation like that? Do you think he'd he'd shine, or do you think this would be a moment where he'd put his tail between his legs? <laughs> oh, well done. Uh, yeah, Lambo <laughs> and Carter would be out there just biting each just other, ru- just biting each other, biting you know everyone inside. You got Benson in the corner, just pissed off at both of them, Referee. just looking down at them, wrapping it. He's got his stripes, just- man. Yeah. <laughs> that's right oh man uh, i love it i'm i'm excited i mean when we go through these prop sheets obviously you know a little bit of it is gets you amped up. it gets you it gets you amped up but a little bit of it's like ah this is this is funny but that's what kind of makes the super bowl fun as you walk down these crazy you know obscure lines that they have set and uh you get a obviously in a normal environment you get a group together and have a prop sheet like we've done several years in a row and you know, won't be able to do this year, but it, it, it's it got a, a bit of a, like that nostalgic feel to it, I think, a little bit for our group. For but, sure. Uh, Maybe we'll still do one. We'll yeah. Circulate Virtually. Yeah. Virtually, yeah. And we've no, got right. uh, fantasy fantasy playoffs that you've, you know, obviously put together for, for a large group. And uh, that was – that's always a fun way to kind of – wean off of uh, the regular season and, and how you and I and, and so many others that listen to the show are so engulfed in, in the fantasy football. And obviously DFS is still here and, you know, we're, we're kind of now transitioning from football to basketball and then soon after to baseball, which, you know, be, being that things are kind of still lumped together after, you know, post, post-COVID uh, craziness, uh, it, it, uh, it still gives us plenty to do. Yeah, for sure. March Madness is going to be around. So, yeah, we'll we'll find a way. It's always hard, though. It's bittersweet. I always find it bittersweet. I don't know about you with the prop sheet because although I'm okay with being done with football now, I, I mean, yeah. it's been a it's been a tough couple. You know, it's it, it's always hard because football, especially this year, really like saved us in a lot of ways, you know, at least for me. Like it was a great it's just been an amazing distraction all season. And uh, it's been yeah, it's it's. The NFL always owns the sports world, I feel like, but it really, like this year in particular, felt like it was the thing that sort of pulled people back to normalcy a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, and we needed it. Uh, the timing couldn't have been better. And, you know, it, the fact that there was no preseason, which that drags out a little bit, I feel like, at the beginning of the year, we just got right into the regular season this year, which it just kind of like smacks you in the face and like, all right, we're in this thing. Um, yeah, that's right. So, and I can't imagine like rooting for a good team like you did all season and having fun with it and not being disappointed in yourself every weekend. Um, <laughs> just from fantasy, but yeah. Right, that too. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, so we we don't know right now where where things stand with the future of this show, and we're going to be you know transparent about that because you know Anshu's had some life changes, and I have some coming up, and without you know knowing the future, and obviously we're going to take a little bit of time off just to kind of reset, recharge the batteries, and see where things are. Uh, I just want to say, regardless of when we do this next show or if we do this next show, I cannot say with words how, how much fun it's been to, to talk with you on you and to have our listeners be engaged and, you know, reaching out to us, talking about what we talk about in the show. It, it has become a bit of a community. So without tearing up or at least trying not to, and I'm going to cry my, my eyes out as, as soon as we get off the show. Uh, it, I just want to say that it's, it's been a blast partner. And I know regardless, uh, you know, and I say it every time we, we get off uh, recording, uh, I'll talk to you in five seconds. You know, nonetheless, regardless of whether it's on this or it's a phone call, 
we're still going to be doing this regardless, you know, very often as we always do. So, you know, thank you to you. Thank you to Chris Horwoodell over at uh, Underdog Sports uh, for, for giving us a platform and giving us the ability to, to talk to you guys every week uh, about what's going on in the sports world and about fantasy and about betting. And uh, hopefully we find a way to, to keep this thing going here soon. But uh, like I said, we just don't know right now, and we want to make sure we're honest with you guys about that. So, aren't you? I, I know you had some words you wanted to say as well uh, before we let our listeners get to their Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, uh, I mean, tough act to follow there. I appreciate that, man. I, I was going to say that, you know, I think it was six years ago, Josh and I were in the basement in Deerhaven, Wisconsin, and we were just like, you know, we, we always kind of shot the shit about the idea of us doing something like this together and to have it cross multiple shows, um, you know, Squadcast and, you know, obviously a couple other iterations. I, you know, it's just been it like imagine being able to do something like this for for a little bit of money and you know that and that's never been even remotely you know worth or even close to as fun as it's been just to be able to to talk with one of your best friends and brothers every single week and just like have that reason and you know obviously there are times when life gets in the way and it becomes a little bit um you know it it becomes more of an annoyance at times just to like get the logistics set up to take everyone behind the curtain but it's it's so fun to be able to talk to you specifically and to, you know, and to like be able to realize this, even if it doesn't happen again. Um, it's just been, it's been amazing. And it's like, it's just so fun. And every single time I end, even if I start kind of frustrated, I end with like a giant smile on my face. Cause it's just, it's the fun, it's the most fun, you know, hour of my week during the week for sure. And um, I hope, I hope we do get to do it again, but if not, it's been it's been so fun. I hope it's been as fun for people listening. I think it has been, honestly, having heard some of the feedback. And um, yeah, I hope we get to do it. But like like Josh said, I mean, we'll we'll be doing it on the side. So um, find a way to get in touch with us because we'll be sure to give you our flaming hot, ridiculous takes <laughs> if it's not um, if it's not via this platform. But I, I thank you so much. And Josh does. No one really knows, but Josh does like everything behind the scenes and it's it's makes it so easy for me to just like get on the phone and, and be able to talk. So um if it's any good, I give I give you all the credit, buddy, and uh thank you. This has been this has been the best. I definitely don't deserve it, but well said, partner. And I, you know, we love you guys and, and appreciate your guys' support. We wouldn't be able for to do sure. it without you and I wouldn't be able to do it without you uh either. So <laughs> Uh, hopefully this isn't the last time, but if it is, it's been a great run and, uh, we'll, we'll look forward to, to, to hopefully being able to bring you some more content in the future. But like I said, little break here, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we can't say enough how much it means to us that you guys listen every week. So for Anshu Khanna, hopefully not for the last time, uh, our time has come to an end on the underdog sports fantasy hour. I'm Josh Dunn and enjoy that Super Bowl. Have a good weekend.